Yell. It's a stupidly small podcast this Friday, the 12th of April. No, it's mm. not. It's the 12th of June. Oh, anyone would think we were mad. I'm Stuart. Hello, Lauren. Hello, Mad. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Good for Friday and all that. Oh, it's of. Friday. Yeah. I don't even know why I mentioned the day because it makes no difference. Please get forgotten. You get to a point in life where every day is the same. And, uh, through, you get up in pain, you try to through. You are in pain. pain. You've got a, you've got something wrong with you. That's I have. It's crept up on me. So when we used to work together, you used mm. to have this all the time, and it was, was it it's, all the time. Oh yeah, every day. Really? Oh yeah. Sometimes we used to have to get the tram. We couldn't walk in the morning because oh, yeah. you were so sore. I wonder what that was about because I was sitting down a lot. Maybe that was anyway. So what it is? What is it? It's like foot soreness and legs. It's like from your feet to your knees. Are in excruciating pain. Yeah, in certain times, <clears throat> but it went away for like three months. So it went away for almost. Remember, I was getting out on the wrong, the right side of the bed every I day, know. and I was skipping around, and then we'd go dancing after the podcast. And <laughs> always, always. And um, what happened to those day dancers? But you did say, buddy, mm. that your you've changed, you've switched bikes, and your bike seat might be too low. <laughs> it sounds funny, doesn't it? No, I suggest you get your bike fixed. I just. Well, go to our mate. I've at, got to find an Allen key. No, that's all right. go to our mate at Uni Bicycles. Uni Bicycles at Melbourne University. You know, they down the little laneway there. Our first ever podcast sponsor. First ever podcast sponsor. Yeah. Funny you should mention podcast <coughs> sponsors because <coughs> in the middle part of today's podcast, we're going mm. to be doing our favourite uh, thing, <laughs> which is mailbag. <laughs> Friday mailbag. Friday mailbag. We really do need to get a sting for that, don't we? Do do do. Friday mailbag. And no, it uh, needs to be more pizzazz. More like pizzazz. It needs to be more commercial radio. Friday, Friday, Friday. Mailbag, mailbag. Sounds like Richard Stubbs' show. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know what that means, that's just a little uh, dig at Richard, who does the one till three slot on uh, old media here in Australia, the ABC, the oldest almost of all old media <laughs> because it's a lumbering uh, government-funded uh, vehicle. For uh, former commercial radio stars to um, see who, their days. Who've made a million dollars elsewhere to... Uh... Who used to, in fact, bag <laughs> the ABC. <laughs> and now <clears throat> it's a comfortable uh... place to just go and park the caboose. But he does a lot of those commercial radio cheesy shtick things. Right. Um, to... Friday, Friday, Friday. Mailbag. That's it. That's what you got to do. I hate... <clears throat> you know what? Even as a kid... Mm. And funny we mentioned Richard Stubbs mm. because... Uh, <clears throat> The last of really the last of the commercial radio we've listened to in this country would have been Richard Stubbs when he was on the XY Zoo, right? Um, with Peter O'Callaghan many years ago, and uh, that's before uh, FM radio. I was about to took say took off. I was about to say I'm with most listeners when I when I say I don't know what you're talking about. Three XY hot hits. Used I know. To be I remember the, vaguely place. what that place, what that thing. I re- I remember a bumper sticker that had it written on the it. The XY Zoo. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it was the the uh, breakfast show of choice back when breakfast shows mattered in you know in yeah. entertainment. Yeah, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Bear in mind, I was probably in primary school. Yeah. Now <laughs> I still thought it was funny. And yeah. uh, but even then, you hated the ads. Well, no. But then, from about that point, all right. I mean, sure. I listened to a little Eon EFM, uh, which was. Then, uh, well, obviously FM radio, it was one of the first, if not the first, sort of the big commercial stations. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're talking about no, this. No, why are you giving me a history of because radio? Because <laughs> I was about to say, because you're giving me this um, commercial radio sting. Yeah. 
And uh, after a little while listening to John Peters' Top 8 at 8, I could not stand the sound of commercial radio. And from a very young age, went and found um, alternative sources of entertainment on the radio. And then lo and behold, all these years later, radio is almost extinct. So <laughs> the history of radio by Stuart 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 oh, Farrell. You see, I can't stand it. <laughs> and you, if you listen to say Triple M today, a station mm. here in Melbourne, Australia, and all around uh, Australia, in fact, um, in Australia and in Australia. Mm. No, I mean, well, I was saying Melbourne, but I, th- I meant to say Melbourne, but it's all around <laughs> Australia. For those who are listening abroad, which we the do have, the uh, Stereo Network, it is called. Mm. Well, they yes. still use the <coughs> same tricks and production. Uh, they do. Uh, weeks hmm. that were used all those years ago. Here's a good thing to know about Triple M, which where, where I used to work. So you're, it's in your blood, commercial media. It's in my blood, blood, blood. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> I worked there and I can tell you something about all the people that work at Triple M, which is that they have Triple M blasting mm-hmm. through their walls at all times. Mm. So you cannot... You cannot be in Triple M. I think some of the managers' offices have silence, but like they're the ones with the closed doors and stuff. Everywhere else has Triple M blasting through the walls at all times. Well, they're in a bubble. But you know, we've worked we've worked in radio mm. previously, and the station we were last at had that Did station. That that's too. all. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. That, and if you were to uh think there was a world outside of yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Um, you, you weren't exposed to it. Yeah. Well, lucky for the internet. Actually, it's a nice metaphor, isn't it? Because I reckon a lot of workplaces, if they were radio stations, would be beaming their own stuff back into their brains. Like that they people it's brainwashing. Yeah, no, it people have um a, a very you can get a very insular view of things if you work in one place. I think that's why this you know, generations from about whatever the generations are, but from about X down, don't stick in jobs for twenty five years. It's not why, but it's one. Well, of the they're reasons. not on offer. The the it's well they're accepted offer, that the true. day of the um, you know job for life is gone. Yeah, but also that you know jo- sharing a job over here and doing another one over there and all that sort of stuff is becoming more and more a thing. But it does mean that you don't get stuck in like if if somebody. I know that there was a conversation recently a, a few friends of mine were having at, about the place that they work in and there was a position going, right? So, mm. well, um, what, not auditions. I'm from theatre. Interview. Um, interviews were happening. And one I'm of... I'm from theatre. One of the... Mm-hmm. I'm from theatre. Okay. <laughs> Step aside. Yeah. Jazz. I'm going to jazz hands my way <laughs> from here to there. Anyway, they were having interviews and they were discussing the fact that there were two candidates... I didn't know any of these people. Mm. Um, there were two candidates who were kind of good, but one of them had been in her job for 25 years and they were like, ooh. It was almost like that was a liability, like, ooh, you know, she's been in that job for 25 years and she's going to be she, – and then, and then she'd be coming to this job. Like it was as if that was actually a disadvantage. Well, what what is the happy medium then? Like maybe a three or four-year mm. uh, stay is considered st- stable yet – uh, creative or dynamic enough to move on? I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Well, I suppose it depends on your industry. There are certain industries where there's an absolutely clear track and there's a real way to do it. And there are some where, mm. you know, with me, nobody ever cares if I've worked for five minutes at a place because yeah. it's not the kind of work where that matters. I haven't and got a long history anywhere. I mean, 
chunks, but nothing. Yeah. I, but I think people do you don't. yearn? I sort of yearn to have. Of I think I think back now. I think I've wasted my life. But you're always thinking that. Well, no, because I I listen to scientists or whatever, and or doctors or no, read you don't. about. Stop pretending you listen to scientists and doctors. I do. Yeah, and I'm talking about whatever their special field is. Oh, I and, see. Yeah, and I'm envious of uh, having a body of work or a a dedication which has led to that point. And, Do you know what that and is? Though? Leads them to maybe leaving a mark on society. And there are those people, and that's great and good on them. But there are a lot of people who do that and it's called all eggs in one basket <laughs> mm. and it means that when they get to 45 or something, they go, ooh, yikes, I don't, this isn't what I want to be doing. You know, but they've built up a nest egg so they can try something else. David, you're creating it. You're creating a fictional person against whom to compare yourself as oh, Dr. usual. <laughs> now, can I just take you back to the radio for a second? Yes, please. Yeah, you were saying how, isn't it funny how, other workplaces would like to beam the message back into the workplace. Well, they kind of are in their own metaphorical way, although I didn't explain a metaphor very well to right. you last week, so you don't no, know what that I is. I, yeah. I thought it was a, a name of a spaceship. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the metaphorical. And uh, <coughs> Coles, which is one of the two major supermarket chains here. Yeah. You don't often venture through the aisles of a Coles supermarket no. or, uh, I suppose, a, a Woolworths, we no. should mention. In the interest... A fair and clean, or whatever yeah, yeah. the saying is. Um, yeah, totally. Fair and clean. I don't think that's <laughs> fair and balanced. That'd be it. Uh, I got, I'm getting my uh, head and shoulders uh, descriptions wrong. There's, I think there's fair and balanced and fair and clean <laughs> and non-flaky. And, um, oh, I, I don't know don't, why we're going there. Because well, we're walking through the aisles of Coles. Okay, right, yeah. But now they've <laughs> yes. got their own radio stations. So, oh, yeah, so they do. Coles Radio. Beaming through or bashing it's through. Yeah, it's excruciating. Yeah. And... And they so they they'll play some cheese ball song, then they'll play a song that's an old hit that's got the converted to, to Cole's. Cole's New World. Yeah, yeah. Hey, excuse me, Cole's, take it easy, yeah. take it easy, Grandma. Cole's New World. <laughs> you said I'm old. I think Cole's New World was extinct before I was listening no, to X Y Zoo. And then it's meaning that they could make Cole, it's a Cole's New World into a song. Well, they do, yeah. or they do a rocking down and then a Cole's. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> So it's, embarrassing. It's really bad. I mean, they must choose so songs bad. that are out of license. I don't know. Or they wheel out. The, they find the blokes in the UK in an old pub with, you know, they say, hey, hello, did you write this song? We're just going to change the lyrics to Fresh Chicken is the Best, Meet Me at the Coles, blah, blah, blah. We're going to give you 10 grand. Oh, sign me up. And away they go. And they're, before you know it, they're making fools of themselves on Australian TV singing one of their hits. Oh, God. Um, but I see that as a form of brainwashing. Right. You know, if you're wandering through and then... Da, 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 yeah, da, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Total brainwashing. That's by bushels. Da, yeah. Da, da, <laughs> it's terrible. It's 1984. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And here's another song with our, you know, business name inserted into it. It's, <laughs> it's... If we took one step back and actually examined it, which most people don't have the time to do, it would... We would look like... Soldier ants, or just oh, drones, yeah. or so, oh, or no, mindless totally. beings, even like yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's bad as we pick up this highly processed food, or this full of fat and sugar, and seeing how great it is for us because you know a celebrity chef somewhere on the other side of the world yeah. has come over again for money and said, "Oh my god, this is the greatest bread ever!" And a free and, holiday, yeah, yeah, and it turns out it was in a freezer for five years. <laughs> yeah, so we are really. We are all drones. Good morning. Morning. Stupid.
Stewart. Laws. This is um, feedback Friday, mailbag Friday, feedback no. Friday, Friday, mailbag, etc. Response <laughs> to that. Now it's you've with your pathetic uh, mm. commercial radio uh, production skills there. Mm. <laughs> I forgot to mention that was old fashioned feedback Friday. Sorry, it is old fashioned because we're doing a bit of an old fashioned thing today, aren't we? We're talking about old media, the well, radio. We're talking about snail mail. <laughs> I'll hit uh, the mail. I'm not worried about the email today. It's all about <laughs> snail mail. The email. <laughs> Beautifully done. Thank you. So you, you, you have gone to P.O. Box 1436 Fitzroy North 3068 and you have picked up. You sound like my mum answering the phone back in the 70s. weeks ago. Did she answer the phone back with saying her phone number? 46759. Oh my God. What is that? I don't know, but it used to grind my gears. It ground my gears too. Ground I them. I could never. Grinded. I Thank could you. never remember. Like. I could never not remember. Five nine two two five. Hi, I just never thought that certain... was. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm just. You know what? Over you the phone number. You know, yeah, that's right. Here's the phone number you just rang. Yeah. Cheers, because I'm not even going to listen to the numbers. So if yeah. I've got it wrong, I'm not going to. Imagine if you did nothing, baby. Hi four three one seven. It must be some hangover from some things, some you know technology thing. My grandfather in New Zealand. He used to answer the phone. He spoke like he was more British than the British, my mm. grandfather, which a lot of sort of New Zealand elderly men kind of did at that stage. And um, he used to answer the phone by saying, Are you there? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, I'm calling you, Basically, so of course like, I am. Speak now. <laughs> so is this Malcolm Fraser? <laughs> speak now. Uh, Here I am. I picked up the machine. Speak I, into it. I um. Uh, my sort of you'd Spit call them br- my brother brothers-in-law, um, so Stiggy's bros. Mm. They uh, do this ridiculous thing where they pick up the phone and they say, "Go for David," which is their name. Go, go for Corey. Go for Dylan. Whatever. Oh, really? Because they're being hilarious, right, to each other. Like it's just completely. <coughs> oh, if ridic- they ring each other, ridic- you Yeah. Oh, not if they. Like, no, no, no. If they know, if it's them ringing, right, right okay. and they pick up, they go go for Corey or whatever. Yeah. And I was doing it too, thinking I was one of the cool one of the kids. Gang, yeah. And uh, what's Nana doing? Trying to. And I said go for Lauren, and it was very much work related. <laughs> the phone call. Yes. Um. I'm talking like chief justice's assistant kind of thing. Okay. Anyway, um. So mail, let's talk about it. Snow mail, it's yeah, snow, snow mail Friday. What and have we got? Well, I, I, and I must admit, I haven't been to, back to the um, PO box for a couple of weeks. So that if you have posted <laughs> <laughs> of late, this is me catching up. I'm not saying I've got a million. So this is from how long ago? A fortnight. A couple of weeks. This is a couple of weeks of mail. <laughs> so you came in like Santa c- Claus with it over your I back know, in a big I sack. Know. There's tons of it. There is tons of it. And this is just a, a mere schmidgen. <clears throat> okay. All right, and. Uh, to, and some of this may have been spent uh, sent mm. up to over a month ago. So if you've been waiting uh, for acknowledgement, we apologise uh, because we are hopeless. But <laughs> I thought you were going to work harder on that excuse. No, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with our no, friends. No, no, good, yeah. All right? Yeah. And most of these people are bureau chiefs, so they're hardworking part of the stupidly small, stupidly big family. And, Empire, you know, yeah. And, uh, and may to... I say, um, even on your self, stamp self-addressedies that you've got there that people have been sending in, mm. Um, I am enjoying the way people self-address. They always, you know, say uh, Dave Smith, stupidly big bureau chief. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Can I say that <clears throat> there was an oversight on a lot of them. There's only about three or four people yeah. that got it completely right by addressing 
the sender, which is us. So I've had to write that down quite a bit on a, on a number of envelopes. But, oh, I see. So I, I was contemplating getting a stamp made. Would you? Oh, would you yeah, have that's a, a good idea. I'm not with, psh, would I have a problem with this? Right, well, with stationery the, based? <laughs> are you going to? You're going to get those th- art thieves, artwork thieves themselves, yeah. office works. Yeah. And um, <coughs> for those who haven't heard, they stole some artwork of mine. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, yes, they. That was uh, gee, the art world was rocked by that, weren't they? It was. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. So uh, we've started the badges. They're being sent out. Good. Well, hopefully they don't. Break through the envelope like they did through well, that I've, first I've one. used sticky tape on any dodgy sort of envelopes. And Nicole in Central Victoria, we have to get yours back to you, don't we? I think she, our very first one we sent out got lost in the mail. Yeah, some that, some sort of jerk in Australia Post is wearing it. Yeah, you know what? He's cheated, and right. that's what stupidly small people do. They don't cut corners. No, they don't. Anyway, they George their badges. Yeah, George is the very first letter I opened, so I thought we should acknowledge Hello, it. Hello, George. George is in the, in Kingston, in the ACT, the capital of this fair country. And uh, might I say we got we've got quite the ACT contingent, oh, haven't out we? Out of the ten or so people I'm going to mention today, I cannot mention everyone because so I'm just going to pick through a little thing yeah. here and there. Uh, George. Was I reckon at least one of three from the ACT, and that's not even doesn't even cover it. And that's because Matt and Anna are both ACT. And that's not even including uh, the junior master chef bureau chief. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Anyway, he was writing from Parliament House. Our, uh, our fantastic thingamajig. What do you call that? Our House of Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you call it. Yeah. <laughs> and he sent us a lovely Capital of Australia thing, and he just wants to send a shout out to Saigon Foodies in. Uh, Kingston, ACT. That Congratulations, is. your badge is on the way and that a lovely nice. postcard. Speaking of metaphors, mm-hmm. you know uh, Parliament House in Canberra is built so that with the lawn on the roof so that the people can, the people, mm. us, yeah. uh, can walk over the top of the politicians right. who are underneath. Can they close that now? That's a metaphor. bomb threats? Now it's closed for bomb threats. Yeah. How's that as a metaphor? It's perfect. That's a metaphor, See, yes. you I don't... see the metaphor in that one. I really can't believe you don't know what a metaphor is. I do. I get confused. Okay, continue. Uh, Hannah. Who's the bureau chief of Reza? Reza. Not yes. Reservoir. No, or Reservoir. Reza. Yeah, we have three. Yeah. She sent us a very old, uh, lovely um, Errol's Pancake Parlor, which is Errol's Pancake Parlor, BYO. The phone number. Look at that font. That is 70s font. Yeah, phone number 435 uh, Pre nines. Photo of Errol Flynn back there. 435, that's our that's hood, isn't it? I was 467. I was 434. And there's a little note on the inside, and it's still a full deck of matches. So, so it is actually, you didn't say what it was. It's a match. Oh, didn't I? Matchbox. But it's not even a box. It's one of those flip matchboxes. And, uh, you know, you, my, a lot of parents and parents' friends used to have a massive jar of those <coughs> at home. They'd be out to dinner parties, and yeah, they'd come home that. with the matches. Or quite often, if you had the fancy place, you, you'd get your photo put on. You, really? The wife in there, there'd be a long neck of Fosters and You're a flagon of wine and, you know. Classic. Um, smoke hanging, like full ashtrays on the table, <laughs> and smoke hanging out of everyone's <laughs> mouth and uh, they would present you with the matchbox by the end of the meal. I think Hannah's wondering if, and it, it, it is, it's Para Road, Greensboro. Para? I always said Para Road. Well, you went a true uh, Greensboroian. Oh, don't you? It's yeah, Para Road. Where was your address? My address was Greensboro, 3088. So I went swimming down at Parra Road. Oh, well, then you know. I didn't move Parra out. Parra Road. You, you moved out. You're you from, left us. You're from Parra Road. You left you? us. Mm. I'm Parra. Parra. Anyway, Errol's uh, Pancake Palace. She thought that might be the place where I ate a big chunk of butter thinking it was ice cream. Oh, right. 
Don't know that it was. Anyway. But anyway, yes, continue. Uh, we've got another card, a lovely one of Michael Caine and Bob Hoskins. Nice. Uh, and it's addressed in the envelope was addressed and still got through Australia Post to lovely Lauren and Super Stu. Uh-huh. And in a Marks and Spencer envelope which, well, to uh, send back. Right. And, uh, has, has, uh, and she's a uh, black rock weirdo. Awesome. Right? Love it. Self-described. And also yeah. says, uh, Lauren, the photo, I think it's either of Bob or... Uh, what's his name? Michael yeah. Caine. He's, did your mum do the hair on that? I don't know. There must be a reference <laughs> to your mum cutting your own hair. Yes. So thank you to Linda. <laughs> Samantha Hugel, another reservoir, not voir or vor. No, she's reservoir actually. Right. Uh, she spelt the word chief wrong on the front of her envelope, but <laughs> in true stupidly big, stupidly small yes. style, acknowledged it as well. Good. Right? Yep. Uh, called us wonderful. That was nice. A couple of things. But she's getting a badge in the mail. Nice. Um, Very good. Gosh, people that are excellent. Now, Emily Scott. Oh, where's, hang on. Where's Emily? I've got to go through this pile. Uh, this must be fascinating reading for people that just listen in on occasion, basically. But we do have to address Look, the family from time to time. We do. Now, no, yeah. Emily sent us, I just wanted to drop you a line. I used one of your very first sponsors recently, Cars Label Printing. Unreal. And they were grouse. Top work. So thank you. And it, I'm just pointing that out because yeah. sponsoring the Stupidly Small Podcast, mm. Gets you a very loyal and dedicated uh, audience. You mentioned the bike store early on. Yeah. Another oh. one of our listeners went down and bought a bike. No, more than one. He was only inundated. <clears throat> he had like, oh. like in the first week or something, he had like half a dozen well, there you go. purchases of bikes and things. Sponsorship. From and our Cosmic Psychos, last week's sponsor, they've sold out Max uh, Watts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, Internationally, they've become quite the thing, haven't yeah, they, since that's then? That's right. Yeah. So, um, did, oh, there was a question. Did we ever end up doing stupidly small stickers? Right? Huh. Hmm. Now, we haven't done them yet. No. We've got the badges in the interim measure. Yeah. You know what I might do? What? I'm going to get stickers organised. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, but you say Ow. that. You also said you'd empty the bi- the um, bins. Empty the, uh, the envelope. What is it? Mailbox. Well, what am I doing and, now? Well, no, you've, you've done the one from two weeks on ago. But you, said, anyway, Emily you know what you said, did say? You said you, the other day you said in the podcast, I promise you I will send out badges today. And I said, don't promise that. You won't be able to do it. And you said, badges, that's two. I can send two badges. Next day I said to you, how'd you go sending those badges? Yeah, I didn't do it. Okay. You have um, an I can enormous. Leave this to you, this you, job, well, it's quite in, uh, time consuming. <laughs> but anyway, that. the benefits of sponsoring this podcast are endless. Mm. We've had a lot of inquiries about it. We have, and we should and get we back to those. Answered them. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, once you get in, it might be. Uh, we beneficial. are so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. That doesn't matter. Let's keep mm. moving on because yep. uh, this is taking up some time of people's lives. Uh-huh. Uh, hello, Maggie Whiten. Our Heidelberg Bureau Chief sent us two Fredo Frogs. Thank you very much. Really? I haven't seen a Fredo Frog. Oh, no, they're at home. <laughs> what? Kath Hallam from the ACT, the Australian Capital Territory, uh, sent us a postcard, fridge magnets and uh, an envelope made with love. Think, Thank you. Charby. You think you're getting away with that Charby, frog thing, the legend. He's Now, this is a listener, stupidly small listener, who yep. offered his house... For us to have our stupidly big, stupidly small um, movie screening for charity, uh, which we haven't thought any more about. So sorry, Charb, (laughs) that's why we haven't got back to you. Legend. And uh, he sends a postcard as well, I think. And also, uh, he is now the Bureau Chief of Faulkner. Ah, congratulations. congratulations out there. I thought there was already one. We'll have to do the maths on these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good Andrew. Well done. Oh, good, Andrew. We heard from Got him. in touch. Paulie, Ed and Patterson Lakes, the new Bureau Chief, they're all getting their badges. Great. Nikki sent us a very lovely letter. 
Uh, and Nikki did send us a lovely letter. I yes. saw that one. And she gave us some badges to swap. So we've got uh, a couple of badges each there. I Laura. liked them. I love Nikki. And what was the mm. other one? Uh, I love my penalty rates, <laughs> which I really like. I'll stick that up in the kitchen yeah. and say, see this, people? They don't exist inside here <laughs> in the republic of this kitchen. Yes. Uh, Phil sent us a lovely note. He's mm. the Burnley BC Bureau Chief. Didn't we have a mysterious one that we can't figure out who it's from? Now, I'll mention that one now. Yeah. We got one from some weird Twitter handle, I think. I think we should. I think it's embarrassing that we don't know who that is. I think we, we should know. We'll find out because I've got a P.O. box address. Mm. Anyway, send you, Lauren, and myself to cover costs. Yeah. A $50 gift card. I mean, really. I mean, people are unreal. People are they? lovely, aren't they? So thank you to you, weird Twitter handle. <laughs> weird Twitter handle. It's probably like your sister or something. It's probably someone we should totally know who it is. <laughs> anyway. And Lisa Marsh. Look, we'll end up with Lisa Marsh, mm. who is travelling the country on our behalf, I believe, at the moment. She's oh, our she invalid Geelong correspondent. Yeah, but at the moment she's going to where? Bunbury or something? Yeah. Or off to up, WA? Up, the, up across. Yeah. Now, we're still getting lots of... Uh, f- uh, Requests online. I am compiling a list. Mm. I've got a T-shirt in the works uh, for stupidly small. All these promises. People. Promise, promise, promise. Don't believe them until they happen. Hope. Hope with us. Well. We can all hope together. It doesn't matter. But thank you for all your correspondence. Thank you for your inquiries. And uh, Lauren, we should end this purely because we have to go and maybe end the the week. Yeah. That's That's true. The people, they're coming through the door right now. Oh, these pod. The podcast authority. All right. uh, We'll do the thing. Stupid. That wasn't a very showbiz out there to uh, old fashioned feedback Friday, Lauren Klein. <laughs> oh, right, we should go now. I'll just do this. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> like all the pros. Anyway, what have you got, buddy? Right, what's, what's in, in my phone? phone? Oh, wow. Well, I'll be just finished watching season one of Nashville. And we're sort of like uh, Gunner and Smunchy, whatever her name is, with, with our harmonies there. Good reference. Don't for, know anyone, about. for anyone that's been watching Nashville, you know what the reference is. There we're we're like Gunner and point one percent of the Susie. Anyway, continue. What's in my phone? I just got a a message from the North Carlton Princess Hill Dog Walking Bureau correspondent. Oh yeah, and wants to ask the stupidly big team. Yeah. If the indigo and orange lights in the sky this morning were oh, in yeah. fact the southern lights, can you shed any light on that? Since you seem to be uh, the one that's across everything, you were Absolutely on Radio not. National last week. Absolutely not. Okay, well, if any of our listeners yeah. uh, are aware of the Southern Lights for some reason visiting us here, is that how the, what I they do? Do they just float around? No, see, absolutely no idea. You can't ask me any of these things oh. because I have no idea about this stuff. Well, you have to be up early. So if anyone else knows what's happening, Geography let us know. and stars and stuff, I just don't know. Geographies and stars and stuff. Something <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. So this has been a very informative segment. Well, there's a question without an answer, but we throw it open. Okay, this is and an open one. And out to our friends who can hit us up at Facebook, yeah, at Twitter. Yeah. Of course, you can write to us and we'll probably uh, write back to you within three to four months at PO Box <laughs> 1436 Fitzroy North 3068. I should know that off for heart. I've written on about 100 envelopes from the last couple of days. And uh, Thank you for the Freddos. Well, hey, that's mm. true. Thank you for bringing that up again. I'll get home from work tonight. So no, we're gonna don't. Get, I think we're going to get smashed at work tonight, so I'll, I'll, I'll crawl into the house about 11 o'clock, I reckon. And you have two Freddos. Pour myself a glass What a of jerk. You know Shiraz. what? No one's going to send us anything anymore because they don't trust the conduit. I'll just give my house address. Huh? I'll just give my house address and they can send it direct. Yeah, 
Okay. You see how many? You see how many? It saves me going. Saves me going to the PO box. Well, which is obviously quite taxing. (laughs) We've only done it once in the last four years. Hey, Stu. See you tomorrow. We've gone over. No, I'm not coming in tomorrow. It's Saturday. Ah, see you Monday. I can feel it. It's Friday. Have a great weekend. Thanks to everybody. See you, Loz. Bye bye.